Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for the postseason wrap. Fifey joined by Dan. Hey, how's it going? Teach. Hello. And bringing the tidal wave of goo, we have Penal. Oh, what are you doing? Shut up, you dead. Just say hello, dickhead. Hello. And finally, um, with more goo, we have Network Nerd. G'day, guys. So that's much, there you go. That's, that's, how, that's, you how, that's, you do, that's how you do it, Penal. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Dan's idea, I stole it off him because he kept playing that shitty North song a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but oh, North had a bandwagon. Last, last year, thought better not do it this year, so I'll let you do it this year, Penal. Yeah, you can only play that shit if you've got a wagon. Um, yeah. Bandwagons make noise. Yeah, goo, goo is silent. Goo is most definitely not silent. <laughs> Have you seen the bay recently? It's just an explosion of just shouting and goo. Yeah, forget the gumboots. You have to swim through it at, at the moment. Mm. Yeah, you're a pack of uh, fucking winkers. I noticed on, on grand final day, I think Bosk made about six threads in the space of two hours, and all of them had the goo prefix, so it's everywhere. Funny story about that. Bender and I had a discussion where we were going to not use the goo tag at all on any Hawthorne threads, except the self-congratulatory one he made. He made six, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bosk is probably dead, because he just, just jizzed that much that, um, you know, all of the moisture went out of his body. <laughs> It's like, it's like a, mum, a mummy or something. But, um, well, well done, Hawks. Yeah, Bosk shriveled up and died, and so did the Colas. Yeah. Fucking you know what? Use... A little bit of credit has got to go to North, I think, because we gave Sydney... <laughs> we got, no, Hear me out. We gave Sydney such a cushion, bruise-free run that we let them go into grand final week with a false sense of security, and we just set them up beautifully for Hawthorne just to smash. Anyway, so, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's true. They were soft. Like, how, how funny was it to see the Hawks go after Grimace? Hang oh, on, yeah. Dan. Delicious. <laughs> how, how much better would North have done rather than Sydney in the grand oh, final? A lot better. Oh. No, I think St Kilda would have done better, if, according to Plugger. <laughs> if Hawthorne came out and played like that, I don't think any side in the comp would have gotten within 10 goals oh, okay, of us. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I do think the fact that North kind of dished up a pathetic effort last week certainly contributed. Contributed to Sydney coming out and playing the way they did. Welcome. They Sydney just weren't up for our pressure because they essentially hadn't played a game for six weeks really since since the last time they played us. Comprehensive win considering they started favourites. Oh yeah, biggest choke by a minor premier of all time. Interesting stats. Thanks for that one, Hodgepodge. Tell us, tell us again, network. I mean, so the minor premier, biggest choke by a minor premier. Of all time. Yes, yes. So the, minor, the, minor, the, minor, the biggest losing margin, right? Yeah, for the minor premier. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, you, that, Sydney, that, you fucking losers. 
I think the callers were just um, drinking their own bathwater too much during the week, getting, or in their own case, drinking too much cola during the week. But, nah, just... just and I mean, we can't give all the credit to North, right? It was yes, just such an amazing, <laughs> yes, amazing performance by Hawthorne, the way they came out and completely dismantled the Swans, completely picked them apart. It was just phenomenal to watch and i know this what this wasn't a great grand final for the neutrals in terms of the spectacle but for the football purists who just wanted to watch a show of one team being brilliant and at the top of their game this is the best performance i've ever seen by any team ever so football purists they would have loved it and i'll admit i was wrong because the riola gamble paid off he was cooked by probably halfway through the second quarter but by then the game was over so it didn't matter and yeah cyril and big boy he kicked steggles out i mean oh, yeah i thought big boy was great he did some great things took some important marks uh dropping in the hole across the halfback and he also beat Jetta in a 1v1 <laughs> contest on at ground level, which I thought was pretty amusing. Just about sealed so, Jetta's Leon Davis, too. Big Boy oh, certainly deserved his in. I thought he was great. And Cyril did some really good things uh, early when the game was, was hot. Put some great pressure on. Got some good disposals early. And then, obviously, he faded out of it, which was probably to be expected and, you know, ended up not having a great impact over the four quarters. But he was certainly good when the heat was in the game. Well, from what um, Penal has said, you must be, what, six years old? Because you didn't see the 2007 grand final when we saw exactly the same thing as you just described. That's that's very true, because that's what that was. It was, yes. However, for us neutrals, we're just sitting there, we're rubbing our hands together, having our barbecues going, all right, let's have a good grand final. And it was fucking hopeless. And um, no, but you know, the, diff- the difference is Sydney 2014 are a much more competent outfit than Port were in 2007. I'd compare Port 2007 to Geelong 2014. Geelong were pro- Geelong this year were just as crap as Port Whoa. were seven years ago. Sydney this year were a lot better than Port. Although that's what makes Haw- what Hawthorne did that much more impressive. Geelong did win the grand final sprint. Though. Yeah, concerning youth. Concer- concerning yeah. youth is quick. Yeah. Yes. We won the grand final sprint, and you can stick that up your ass. <laughs> yep. Can we can we swap that, Teach? Can we swap the uh, premiership for the grand final sprint? They value, they value those grand final sprints down at Seaford. Too bad Murdoch can't kick. We've never won one before. I didn't even watch it. and I didn't even know two days later. And I, I thought, oh, yeah, okay, oh, fuck, we won it. So that's the first time we've ever won the grand final that's, sprint. That's good for Jordan Murdoch. That'll sit nicely alongside his spot in Mofra's bottom 50. <laughs> It'll sit nicely next to his zero premierships. But Jetta's Leon Davis, look, this was probably the most competitive field in a long time because there were some fucking potatoes out there. Yeah. There was no standout like Valentine. <laughs> there was no Hayden Valentine. <laughs> I liked oh, uh, that. Yeah, were at the same time, there were lots of Hayden Valentine. All of them were yes. shit. Uh, Heath Grundy, I, lo- I liked uh, Heath Grundy's squibby, I think it was the first quarter. Yep. yep where, uh, he, yeah, he, uh, he, heard, he obviously heard footsteps, but there weren't any footsteps, and uh, he yeah. decided to punch the ball straight to Brad Hill, and he got that uh, beautiful goal, which I think put Hawthorne in front, I think. Well, it must in the first quarter then so yeah, i think it was yes, yeah the, the worst thing about heath grundy's performance is that it was actually probably his best performance of the year he's been that bad he took some important well not important but he took some strong contested marks late in the game and like all the sydney supporters over on their board were saying oh yeah that was grundy's best game of the year he stood up well so that just shows you how fucking awful the rest of the team was. Jetta, Rampy, McVeigh, 
Parker. Parker. Reed, the list goes on, on and on and on and on. He says you're injury trolling penal. That Reed was injured and you can't you can't say shit. What about, what about Rowan? Was he still injured because of his leg two years ago? Probably. If you if you ask leg end or if, if, if you're on, on the couch. Did he actually play? Did he actually play? Rowan. Oh, I didn't think he played. Rowan. Yeah, he played. Didn't you see him run through the center of the ground and fuck up two bounces in a row? <laughs> he bounced and it went straight to the Hawthorne player. <laughs> Yeah, and he had, like, five disposals. From yeah, game. he had less disposals than Taylor Giray. I must admit when I went to make a cup of tea. Yeah, Kieran Jack and McVeigh hardly flew the flag yeah, either. Luke oh. Parker, yep. Josh Kieran, Kennedy Kieran and Buddy Jack. Franklin were probably oh. the only two who really could have held their heads that high. And they both came from Hawthorne. I was yeah. watching the replay today, and I reckon fucking Kieran Jack should change his name to Kieran Quack because he ducks for free kicks more than any other player in the game except Joel Selwood. <laughs> He's a pathetic captain. He's got no right foot. He cost his team two goals. And here you go, injecting Joel Selwood's name when you don't need to. Fuck you. No, no, because he's avoiding hyperbole, obviously. He cost his team two goals because he didn't have a right foot and couldn't swing around on his right foot. There is a lot of that in the game these days, too, surprisingly. He was fucking deplorable, and he sort of padded his stats at the end uh, when the game was over with two goals and he some was, soft was touches, shit, but yeah. he was deplorable I was surprised when the game was on, in the and, he's a, and he's a quacker. And Grimace was shit. Right. Let's not forget Grimace. Yeah, we targeted we tar- oh, him early on. Yeah, and every... <laughs> Funnily enough, he got 6.5% of the vote. Personally, I didn't think he was that bad, but I noticed his name crop up a lot. Goods was actually okay. Kick two guys. Yeah. yeah, he was serviceable. As with, and Buddy, Buddy played really well. It was probably his best grand final. <laughs> I think I think what I said last time Sydney played Hawthorne about Goods was that he's good in the forward 50, but he's got nothing to offer defensively. And that yeah. that was exactly what happened today. I mean, yeah, he's but did anyone really, offer anything really defensively good as a, for Sydney? As a stay-at-home forward. That was one of the good things about the grand final is that Goods lost. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're as bad as those people who booed him. The... Goods got humiliated in what may be his last game. He got booed. We all we all heard about that, and there were apparently some distasteful remarks. And boy, didn't that just let Aaron Riley draw a long, long, long bow to? Ooh, are there um, to... are there some racist Hawthorne supporters out there? Are they? Well. And no, um, apparently the AFL, whole AFL, AFL is with all the white men oh, on the TV panel. Serious? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Absolutely yes. terrible. Yeah, let, yeah, let's just ignore the fact that they had fucking Nick Nat on the panel just beforehand. <laughs> let's focus on the few people that are there that are white. <laughs> let's ignore all the minorities that they include. Let's focus on, yeah, let's just ignore and, that and oh, focus on driving the agenda that I want to drive. The Hawk supporter chant, which was supposedly homophobic, when, well, what did the 48% think? Oh, well, you're going against your own. Is that right? Well, no, maybe. No, if I, if the 48% don't complain, what's she doing? I'm not a member of the 48%, but I have spoken to Bosk, and he <laughs> thought that uh, Sydney take it up the ass, doo doo was perfectly appropriate. So, oh, no, no issues harsh. from. Oh, I want to hear from Network because uh, I know Network is not probably 48%. No, well, I, I think that uh, these people need to grow a thick skin. Just, just shocking. Uh, you know, it's a grand final. Got to play the game hard. Got to give it, give it to the opposition. And you know, these supporters, yeah, if they want to complain, then they should just stick it, stay home in the kitchen. I think that's. Uh, you know, think oh, you're putting them back in the kitchen. Oh, that's look out for tank girl. You know, if that fucking Sydney supporting bitch social justice warrior scumbag cunt 
does not want to hear Sydney take it up the ass, doo-da, doo-da. Maybe her fucking team that she supports, Sydney, maybe they should stop taking it up the ass on the field when it matters, you know? They, they took well, it up the well ass. There's no other way to put and it. Just on, just on that, just because of it was suggested by Juice Titheridge yesterday, we, we tweeted her about Mickey O and what she thought about his misdeeds and not surprisingly, we went ignored. So, you know, if she doesn't want to engage in a proper discussion. Did she say on anything it, about the stripper in the corporate box? It, no. What a cheap looking bitch she was. It's funny because if you, if you go through that fucking Erin Riley's Twitter history, like she's got like 900 tweets of her objectifying men and calling like all these footy players sexy and talking about how much she wants to spend a night with him. So not only is she fucking stupid, but she's a stupid hypocrite as wait, well. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling us we found Anus Cat on Twitter? I think, yeah, I think you might be onto that something. That would explain I mean, where Teddy go. There was nothing about Bryce Gibbs on her Twitter, but maybe she's just got multiple personalities and maybe on Twitter she's she's <laughs> looking after Nick Smith and maybe on Bigfooty she's Bryce Gibbs, you know? But in all seriousness, though, if the goods racial stuff was legit that her friend supposedly heard. That's pretty poor form of what is being said. But the fact that she drew such a long bow because of what? Because of a fucking chant like that? That's just, that's absurd. What the, Adam Goods is a racist. No, 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 that, 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 that stuff's starting to stray into some pretty ordinary territory. Mind you, it seems that it, you can't boo Goods without being accused of that these days, which is no, of course. pathetic in itself because it's not as, it's not as simple as people booing him a racist because he's far more dislikable than the media would like to believe and he has been for longer than that incident last year and the escalation can in many ways be attributed to him winning Australian of the Year which was a decision that many didn't agree with especially when it's considered that his community work wasn't rated in the top three of 700 AFL footballers yet somehow it was enough to make him number one out of 20 million Australians so chalking it the goods backlash entirely up to racism is incredibly simplistic. Yeah, all those uh, Port supporters booing Burgoyne last week, they were definitely racist. And Jimmy Jimmy Bartel, that was when they when he got booed, that was racist to um, bearded men or overrated footballers if you're hodgepodge. But yeah, if that's what was going on with goods, that's pretty poor. But it sh- shouldn't be used as an excuse to take fucking pot shots at the entire industry that she was at the game for. What does she want the AFL to do when it's a minority of people who who speak out? I mean, you're always going to have a, a small group of people that are just going to say stupid shit at any sporting event in the world. Here's you, the you thing, right? She doesn't kick out the awful ones, and that she doesn't care about goods or racism or Aboriginals or anything like that. She doesn't give a shit about any of the issues today. She just cares about herself, and she saw an opportunity to. Get her name out there in the media. Get her 15 minutes of fame. So I thought it would be appropriate to say, ooh, look, here's a really controversial issue, racial tensions in Australia, homophobia. Let's throw all the buzzwords, as many of them as possible, into one article and see how, how much attention I can get. That was fucking straight out of the anus cat playbook from Aaron Riley. So she was just attention-oriented for her 15 minutes of fame, to be honest. And really, how can the AFL be homophobic when Luke Hodge can on the field give Buddy Franklin a kiss? And everyone finds it fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's, just, he's just being a nice guy. <laughs> well, that could be head-high contact. The Hawthorne supporters love that. So yeah, what's, she, what's she on about? What do you reckon, that's, Dan? Is that... 
it's sexual um, harassment. It, yeah, it's sort of it's um, high, intentional, uh, probably low. Uh, insufficient force. Insufficient, insufficient force. force. Although if you kiss yeah. Joel Selwood, you'll probably draw blood. <laughs> Stop hanging shit on Selwood, you cunt. <laughs> but yeah, it was a pretty ordinary game, and that's why we're, I guess, talking about all oh, the extra. Oh, it's a pretty fucking brilliant game, to be honest. If you were a supporter of one of the... If you were a supporter of Hawthorne, yes, of course, you loved it. Like, but for the rest of us, we sat there and we went... It wasn't even that much carnage after halftime either. You didn't, like, bury them. It kind of... The game petered out towards the end. It wasn't we like did, where Geelong yeah. just piled on the goals against Port. It we, wasn't we, like that. It was just... We, we toyed with them. We did yeah, stuff you, that fucking... That's not, very, no that's not much fun for the rest has of us, has a right it? to do in a grand final. Like, Langford's goal, for example, in that third quarter. Wow. I fucking nearly shot my load at the ground just all over the 10 rows in front of me when I saw that goal go through. It was fucking brilliant. What do you mean nearly? You I'm... did it. I got it on camera. I saw you. You bukkakied everyone in front of you. And I know I will fully admit, I will fully admit that last year's grand final, even though Hawthorne won, last year's grand final, I will admit, was terrible to watch probably. But surely, I mean, watching this year's grand final, the neutrals would have at least sort of sat up and been in awe of like how brilliant Hawthorne were and just like sat there and admired a terrific performance, a terrific team effort. Yeah, yeah for about the adversity. two and a bit quarters. Yeah, but I mean, but it was, the, it was the, the last game. quarter wasn't really worth watching. It was just much. a great performance. Even Sydney stopped spudding it up in the last quarter. It just kind of became <laughs> autopilot. Like, it's not much fun. You know, admittedly, in fairness, Kurt Tippett made sure he sputted it up all game. But... Oh, how good was fucking Lakes Mark over the top of Tippett? I mean, that was another Bukaki moment for me. <laughs> I stopped wanking. Listen, Sydney were absolutely shit, and they deserved to get their heads kicked in because Hawthorne played a perfect game. But if, if Sydney had have actually turned up and tried to play, it would have been an interesting game. But that didn't maybe, happen. Maybe we only would have won by eight goals if Sydney had turned up. No, it would have been, would have been a good no. game if they had turned up, but they didn't. I, they I, I, reckon, I reckon the way we played and the way we pressured them and the way we hunted them, there was no way we were going to lose, like regardless of who we were what? playing or Yeah, I thought the, the game up. was over after the first 15 minutes of the first What quarter. if your players trot on the razor blades this week? Oh, that's awful. Well, I mean, oh yeah, uh, maybe you know, maybe you had it tripped over and 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 cut an artery in your neck on on the razor blades on the grass. Oh, hey, don't don't don't, don't you don't you talk about it like that. Selwood's got to get brushed on the bloody cheek, and he he starts spurting like penal at the game. Fuck off, Selwood gets cut. He gets smashed in the head every week, and he just gets a little cut, and he goes. Oh, well, I'll just get patched up and I'll come back on. He bleeds so he bleeds much. Squeal he, sh- on Boomer. he should do a tampon ad, really. <laughs> <laughs> he bleeds that much. Aaron Riley dislikes this. Oh, what the, the way they carried on about those fucking razor blades, six of them should have died from fucking bleeding. To okay, death. soggy. It's pretty dangerous when you have kids on the ground kicking the footy and shit yeah. during the week. You shouldn't have done oh, it. Well, you know, they're yeah, down teach, there. What are you doing? Fucking hell. They're down there in the fucking drug capital of the world and, you know. Waverly. <laughs> yeah, Waverly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, get used to it. I mean, just get over yourselves. I mean, this is a natural hazard now. I've kicked the footy with bare feet on a, on a ground before. I mean, it's it's that would piss me off if I stepped on a razor blade. I, th- I think you'd be more concerned about the blood loss before you are pissed off, I think. 
Yes, well, well, fair enough. If the razor blades had been put into like wooden blocks and and and, and stood upright, where they uh, where they would actually cut into someone, but it was probably. Oh, just so they weren't like that, and you know this because you put them there, right? No, I, 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 I <laughs> no. did hear some stuff. You know, come out the. I think on no, the Friday, I didn't, I didn't. The, the day after this occurred, it, it wasn't me. The, no. the media kind of overblew this incident. It, I think it was just like one razor blade chopped in half oh, and then well, put in the over thought, rather than like 50 yeah, screwed out across multiple, the ground. Sorry. No, it wasn't Teach. We know that. Come on. We know who it was. It was Josh Gibson shaving his legs. <laughs> okay? And probably his scalp as well, but pro- more likely his legs because that's just the kind of guy he is. It wasn't me. Oh, I couldn't be fucked driving down there and doing it. You wouldn't drive. You'd catch a train. There's no trains to Waverley. Oh, yeah, you can't get the trains to Waverley. Yeah, that's it. No trains. No, it'll be fucked. Well, it's not teaching. Anything else on that? The entertainment was, well, passable, in my opinion. Anything is passable if you compare it to Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, okay, but compare it to some of the other ones, it was on par. No, it was was maybe, on a scale of one to Lionel Richie, it was probably a five. No, fuck off. It was was the highlight of the day, because after (laughs) Tom... After Tom Jones, it all fucking went downhill from there. Okay, I didn't realise you were a fucking 10-year-old girl with her fucking knickers getting wet for Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Of which there were about I was talking about Tom Jones, you shithead. Those were the old old ones then. Those were the 70-year-olds. And their knickers don't get wet because they can't anymore. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Man. Sick. <laughs> well, Penal went there, and I, and I took it to the next level. You, you just razor-bladed the ground with that comment. <laughs> I walked out of the ground, so you know, after all the Hawks players had come around, cause I was, and, you know, once they'd done their lap of honour and sort of fucked off, then I went out of the ground, and there were all these, you know, 10 to 15-year-old girls uh, lined up outside the Great Southern Stand to get into the sort of free Ed Sheeran concert after the game and it was just like Did wow Mr. Aaron, Mr. Aaron and Bombers uh, would have oh, a field day right you here gone, you, were, you would have gone in with them wouldn't you because you're, you're a little girl so <laughs> no I mean I I didn't even know who Ed Sheeran was until this fucker they announced him for the grand final how, so how long did they leave him out there in the sun as well bloody hell oh H&S yeah, it's, it's, it's like putting a vampire outside. It's it's not good for gingers. No, he was, he was he was out there for three whole songs and he was on the verge of getting a September sunburn. Anything else on the grand final to add? Buddy sooking on the team bus for half an oh. hour before the uh, rest of the team went on there, so that was interesting. Oh, sorry, say, tell yeah. the story. Yeah, there was a, I, apparently the rumour was he left the change, Sydney change rooms half an hour before everyone else, just sucked it up on the team bus. The cameras caught him walking <laughs> to the bus on his own, so uh, that's... <laughs> It's quite interesting. Probably wanted to drive it. <laughs> but uh, dun, 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 dun. I won't crash it, I promise. <laughs> Another thing I found interesting was uh, Adam Goods is going to be I could see him just doing... driving onto the ground as they're doing the concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd <laughs> fucking run over Ed Sheeran. Um, sorry, <laughs> what, 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 sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying that uh, Adam Goods, there's an article saying he's going to be doing stem cell research or stem cells to yes. get uh, to what? his knees. knees so. His knees or his legs, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, well, I saw Planet of the Apes and, uh, you know... Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. No, don't go there, don't go there. <laughs> oh, shit, that's, yeah, don't go there. That's yeah, some fucking, scary fucking shit there, there. No, I mean, if, if they're doing stem cell research on Adam Goods, maybe they will finally uncover the secrets behind muscle memory. <laughs> You can always do the research and be like, so, um, scientist, why is Adam Goods such a cunt? 
Is it in his DNA or is it just the way he's decided to be? <laughs> oh, dear. Let's move on from that. But did anyone catch Romping Wins? He was introducing him and it was really cringeworthy. No, it, I didn't. He was it. chugging goo, wasn't I he? I think I, I think I saw this out. Yeah, he was chugging goo with them all. Like he was he was matey with them in the same way he's matey with Cochin, but you, you just know that he wanted to run over their dogs. Like Well I will say just... I was gonna go with my with my mate who came down from Sydney, he was a Hawthorne supporter, but I gave up my ticket to his nephew who came home from the US on a uh, holiday in order to see if he could get a ticket for the uh, grand final. And I gave it to him. And the first grand final he ever went to, and um, he uh, he was bawling his eyes out when he rang me after the game to thank me because... Did you cry too, Teach? <laughs> why would I cry? Hawthorne won the grand final, you know. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I, maybe I would have well, maybe I would have cried, but um, no, I was just uh, really happy for him that um, I, I gave up my ticket. I, and I thank Christ I did because it was such a shit game. So he went. There you go, people. He was Teach has a soul. What are you talking about? It's a great game. You should have gone. No. <laughs> I thought to myself, how many have I been to? I've actually been to 13 grand finals. 13. 13. Yeah, but um, the ones that you really enjoy is the ones that your team play in and, and, and win. So, and the ones that you go and see in the... Oh, the, you mean the... like this year? Great, I fucking love that one. <laughs> Shut up, cunt. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the talking points. Clark is a three-time premiership coach now as of this, so he is free to move to Adelaide. Oh, He's going to go in According to Darren Jarman. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? No, it was, it was the other Jarman. It was the shit Jarman. That's no, not going to happen. The no non-Hawthorne Premiership player Jarman. Yeah. I'd say the fat one, but that's both of them. One's much fatter than the other. But, yes, that's um, true. One of them's like Derek Kickett fat, the other one's Tom Hawkins fat. What's the difference? <laughs> Tom Hawkins is fatter, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no um, way that's going to happen. So I mean, Jesus, back-to-back Premiership coach, he's going to leave for another club. Are you serious? That's not going to happen. He gets to coach the team for all South Australians. He coaches Central di- Districts, so that's, that's a small sample mm. clubs, and he can yeah, go in the big league. It, but no, even, that... if, even if he did go, he would never replicate what he's done in Hawthorne because Adelaide isn't going to get the priority picks. They haven't got oh. the superstar. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't, they the North aren't going to give him a free ride. The North are not going to give him a free ride. The one player who we got with fucking You shut up, bitches, and let Dan have his say. No. Like, they're not going to have the superstars that Hawthorne have. There's no doubt he's a great coach and he, he'd do well, but he's not, he's not going to replicate what they've achieved. No. It's the, point. the fucking players that we took with the priority picks, I'm pretty sure were Lance Franklin and Bo Dowler, neither of whom were part of you this won, year's won premiership. You two premierships with Lance Franklin. Yeah, but they weren't part of this year. Obviously, we didn't fucking need him anyway. And we'll probably go back to back to back. And oh, the, shut up. The of which two premierships will be won without Buddy Franklin. I think he was holding us back, to be honest. Frio don't trade like Suzers anymore anyway, so you wouldn't get Hodge. But yeah, apparently the Crows are looking at Brendan Bolton now. They've they've 
gone, or we can't get the main man, we'll get the replacement. Squeaky voice. Is he yeah. from South Australia? No, so oh, he's going to get oh, killed. No, he's, gonna he's from Tassie. Oh, he's oh, the, the he's South Australians from... are Tasmanians who can swim, is that not true? <laughs> so the saying goes. But it'll be funny to see him in Adelaide when the two-town press are baying for his blood, just sitting there going, I love football. No, I don't think he'll be going anywhere. I think he will probably stay at Hawthorne with, for a chance to go back to back-to-back. Uh, oh. He he Goo. may be the anointed successor. Goo. Goo. He the may be successor. the anointed successor to Clarkson. I think Ratton Goo. is more likely to go than uh, than Clarkson uh, than Bolton. Be, sorry, there might be a position opening up for them though at the Suns. Yeah, yeah I, I think know. um I think Maddie Primus is actually most likely to take <laughs> the Suns job. <laughs> I think he deserves a second chance. Really? Oh, yeah. He, really. <laughs> He did, he, so did all well. right at, yeah. he did all right at Port in his first He's the year. only coach to lose to an expansion team, each both expansion teams, the first time he played them. Look, uh, Matty Primus... Uh, I you, think got was, that, you got that, nothing. You got nothing. Put on the resume. He, he didn't that is, get that the is support, Coach Killer's Hall of Fame. That. He didn't get the support he needed from the powers that be at Port, and Port supporters have admitted to this. You can ask them and you say, if Matty Primus had got the support and the backing that Kenny Hinckley did, then he would have done a lot better. If he'd had Koshy there with him, he would have done a lot better. So I think he deserves a second chance. I think Gold Coast, where he's at at the moment the, as the assistant, senior assistant, would be the perfect place to do that sort had, of out of the, the public. They had the Bay covers back I don't believe too. you. Teach, can you canvas your South Australian fans to find that whether that's true? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got a lot of words, but you got nothing. No, I fucking just shut up. Smacked you but down right there. McKenna, McKenna's us. basically gone. Like he's gone. just he's gone. It's he's another one on the Mick Malthouse scrap heap because well, he he was under he was an assistant good. under Malthouse. Just another one. That just one more. Sound good because Brad Scott used to be. <laughs> he's the only one left. He's the only him, one left. Him and Fig Jam are the only two left. Sorry. That I wonder Malt, how long. Oh, yeah, Br- Brad Scott probably bought himself a couple more years. Uh, with the getting well, to they the won't be extending his contract because it doesn't expire till the end of 2016. Well, I mean, he's at the start of the year. You thought if North didn't make finals, he was obviously in trouble. But obviously, to do as well as they did this year, get to the final four, he should have no question marks hanging over him, and it'd only be a sort of and they and they only only lied down so that Sydney got the week. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. it, I mean, if, if North well, if North go massively backwards and miss they sabotage your own bandwagon this year. If if they miss finals next year, then question marks will be asked again. But I don't think they will. So I think well, Brad Scott is. We will come. To, we will come to trade and free agency later because Jared Waite is a very interesting question to throw up it's about Brad Scott. Yet. Shut up! It's not confirmed <laughs> yet. Yes, oh, it's it's, don't panic, Dan. It's ninety. It's ninety-nine percent. It's good, good for this North. Year. Before we move on from this, the last two teams that you teach, we're going, you're going oh, to give report us report cards. cards. Yes, report, report cards on Hawthorne. Report cards on Hawthorne and the Colas. Okay, so the Colas, uh, I'm going to give them a C. So Richard got a B plus. No, 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 no. This is, I, I think this is legit. Come on. Off the back of their grand final performance, which was just oh. fucking hopeless. They recruited I mean, Buddy and they came up short. It doesn't matter what they get. There was premiership or bust for them, and I agree with you, Teach. I would give them an F. They were Franklin. shit. And I'll give, um, I, I, I give them a C. They deserve nothing better. For Hawthorne, A+. Plus. 
Hey. Oh, there we finally got an A. Yeah. A plus because they were not favourites for the grand final and they just played their skins out and won it by such a massive margin. You can't compare them. They've just done a magnificent job. So A plus for the Hawks. They used the North Melbourne cheat sheet. Oh, I, thought that, I thought that grand final was completely untrollable. I thought the cat supporters, Coles, they have nothing for three months to troll Hawthorne on. That, that, that only lasted about a day. I mean, there's all the uh, anti Hawthorne trolls already starting again, so oh well. Yeah, but there'll be plenty of goo to drown them in. All the injuries, and... Clarko, yeah, to, to, to win the flag, fantastic, fantastic. And let's put it this way Hawthorne took Matt Spanger to a premiership. How have we not talked about that yet? Oh, the, Jesus this... Christ, how do you get that? Prick to a grant to a. Hey, hey, hey it's a good well. story. He played he's played well. 51 games in eight years or whatever it is, well. and he's been he at so in. many clubs. He played his role to perfection. He did a lot better than fucking Sean Makers would have done yesterday. <laughs> so exactly. I'm very happy that he got to play in a grand final and got to win a premiership. I thought he was. Who would you drop for him? Like, if you bought Clangers in Sydney, would have won. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Like apparently, apparently, you, you can't argue with that. I mean, he played uh, his role to perfection, and he had a really good game. I thought he did some good stuff. He fucking he sold candy to Buddy. I mean, come on. How? What more do you want from the guy? Well, I hope he's gonna. I hope he's gonna cure some sick people because you know Jesus has been lacking for a long time. So <laughs> hopefully he can go over and and, and, and Jesus has been lacking for a long time. <laughs> I believe in cures of the people. <laughs> Lift your game, Jesus. I'll be where have you been? <laughs> Alter Rob's been crying out for help. There's, <laughs> uh, oh, there's some flog on the uh, Sydney board saying that, uh, oh, I can't believe that uh, Spain got a premiership and Benny McGlynn's missed out on. <laughs> Wasn't that leg end? Was it leg end? Or? I think it might have been leg end. Uh, uh, it probably was. I was. I think I mentioned this last week, but I was sick of the fucking Ben McGlynn goo that all the Sydney flogs and the media flogs were spewing over. I mean, yes, he missed a fucking premiership in 2012 because he got injured. That happens to fucking so many players, like Brendan Whitecross last year, Matt Suckling last year. Where was the fucking good stories in the media about how Matt Suckling like got his redemption this year after missing last year with an ACL? There were none because they were all fucking busy jizzing over Ben McGlynn. It was like, oh, it's a great story, Ben McGlynn. They didn't need to fill the void there because all the Hawthorne supporters were going over suckling elsewhere, so there was no market for it. Yeah, I mean, don't don't waste your jizz over them, Bonal, because uh, everyone at the club is uh, happy with everyone who's who's played the um, in the grand final team. So yep. don't worry about the media. We'll win it next year. We'll go back to back to back. We'll win it for Go. White Cross next year. I think that'll be Go. our motto because Go. he's missed out the last Go. three grand finals. Go. So much goo. Go. We'll move on to something that silently crept up in our grand final weekend is that Cramery is looking to deal with Asada. Oh, dear. The domino effect is about to it's, happen. It's beginning. Riders walking, Cramery's dealing, and yet the Essendon supporters are still drinking oh, the cool delusional Kool-Aid. Yep. Well, one by one, they're, they're all walking out the door, aren't they? It's like the Sue's principle when she says something so stupid, everyone everyone starts going, is it an elaborate troll or not? Is she an elaborate troll? It's getting like that with the Essendon supporters. Are they literally trolling everyone with this 
this perceived stupidity, or are they just really fucking stupid? Because no, they're, they're fucking now, stupid. Essendon supporters no, aren't stupid. Brian Taylor. You, you only have to Ryan... look at Ryan's stuff to realize. <laughs> <Ryan>. <laughs> Essendon the, the... supporters, yeah, they're, they're just not as smart as, say, Brian Taylor, who Brian Taylor does troll everyone. He makes everyone think he's stupid, when in actual fact he's one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Whereas Essendon supporters are just fucking mong- mongs and they're retarded and yeah. My my favorite my favorite comment was the Essendon supporter in a rage over Cramery doing the deal and Ryder was that Essendon players could get off scot free by blaming everything on Monfries, Cramery and Ryder. He's been but, gone for a year. Yeah, no, I know, but they were going to blame Monfries, Cramery and Ryder for injecting everyone, and they could take the bands and everyone else could get off. I'm surprised they haven't yeah, tried look, to pin the blame on I've got to say, Monfries, Monfries looks like a sneaky cunt, and he, uh, you know, he's probably got... <laughs> he's the mastermind. Uh, yeah, he's got, he's got needles. That he, Anus told everyone to inject themselves, not James. <laughs> no, I'm surprised the um, Essendon flogs haven't tried to pin the blame on Matty Knights, even though he was gone like 18 months earlier. It's probably the next step, you know. <laughs> it just seems like something they would do, you know, when all else fails, throw Knights under the bus because he's not an Essendon legend and not everyone's childhood hero. They're still throwing daggers at Dave Evans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking Evans hate is ridiculous. It's <laughs> it's amazing, but if Cramery deals and takes the six months, I don't care what they say. Herd's got to be fucked on the basis of that, even if Cramery's not there, because Ryder's yeah. walked. Ryder's gone, and they think they're going to get Ollie Wines for him, which is... Absurd. I'll tell you what, I reckon that they are going to stick fat and they are going to keep Herd on despite oh. all of the shit that will go down. They can't it's, if they get infractions, they just can't. It's just funny suicide. you should mention that because the greatest player of all time, Lee Matthews, actually weighed in on that debate earlier no, in the week and said Herd no, must go. Ablett Jr.'s Herd should you went, Ablett Jr.'s got more vote, Brownlow votes than Lee Matthews despite playing in a... Era when they gave out less, yeah, and, and, and less he doesn't games. piss at the trough of these pants around his ankles. Yeah, and he doesn't do that either. Yeah, but uh, Lee Matthews diving. has got a better fucking hair to penis ratio. So when, when it all comes down to it, Lee Matthews is nothing more than a small little thug. What the yes. fuck? Hair to penis ratio? He's a forty-eight percenter. Don't worry about it. How do you work um, that out? I don't know. Fucking Ablett's got no hair. He can't be the goat. All right. Boss told goats him. Have, goats have hair. Have you ever seen a picture of a goat on the internet? Have you ever played that game Goat Simulator? Goats have hair. You can't be goat if you don't have any hair. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you want to calm the fuck down, mate. But yeah, Crammy's looking to deal. Ryder's gone. It's funny that Essendon seem to think they they hold all the cards in this hand. It's like, oh, Ugak needs to do another poker video with Essendon dealing Ryder <laughs> with Port Adelaide. <laughs> because I, I can't believe they think that they can ask for all this stuff and get it. This isn't Brisbane and Dane Beams, which we'll come to, Colin oh, and Dane Beams, which we'll come to later. But... Oh, troll again. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we it, it, it would be pretty funny if Essendon end up with, like, uh, pick 70 and Jasper Pittard out of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else on Cramery, Asada, Heard, and the Essendon supporters? There's nothing new that came out this week that we didn't already know. Like, Essendon supporters are still fucking retarded and delusional. 
and they'll still okay, bring the lols probably the when, we, when we return. Yeah. Hashtag like, standby herd. It'll go all off-season, but anyway. And quickly, bef- the last of the talking points, Hall of Fame. We've got two this week. We're going to have the fi- third and final legend, and you- we've had the Queen of Bay 13 in Jack Watts. We've had the prized pig of Bay 13 in Tom Hawkins getting to legend status, and now we have Bay 13's very own god, and that is Paul Seedsman. Who you- the, se- the seed. The seed, yes. Nothing more needs to be said, but we do have another inductee, so penal. Yeah, I think it's uh, time to throw Adam Goods into the Hall of Fame. He's pointing, been obviously pointing. He's been the subject of much debate, but also provided some quality trolling material and quality Photoshop material. There's been some great Photoshop efforts over the years with his uh, pointing pictures being Photoshopped into amusing scenarios, most notably the one where he's pointing at his own dives and saying the first step on the road to recovery is admitting you have a problem. And Adam Goods, let's hope you can find a cure to your diving one also, day. And then also, maybe you'll stop getting booed. But, and let's put it this way, for all the stuff, criticism he cops, he enrages people and in many ways it's very funny to see people get some people who get irrationally enraged by <laughs> Bosk. Yeah, but, but the, the worst people who like watch Goods and say, oh, people are booing Goods, they must be racist. I know, it works both ways. It's just funny to see the carnage he he's actually more divisive than herd who would have thunk it but unlike herd i don't I'm not sure he's quite in the same campaigner category but before we move on from the bay 13 hall of fame we have to decide who the lucky number 13th inductee is and that's going to be up to the people of the bay you'll be voting in the poll for this week and the choices will consist of people like the hero of the off season kim duffy the weapon and fucking up adelaide now Carlton, Stephen Trigg, names like that. So vote away for lucky number 13. Anyway, uh, we'll quickly do this week on the Bay. Thread of the week, I'm going to nominate Mofra's bottom 50. Do we have any other noms? Well, at this time of the year, I always like the Leon Davis medal thread. Yes, that's a good but, one. But um, there was a good one from, I think it was a backfire from Hadouken. Oh, was that the Hawthorne yeah, don't the Haw- beat good teams? Yeah, Hawthorne don't beat good teams. One, yeah, there's been was... a few. Um, I also liked the Flogstradamus from Winston Smith of Sydney will have the greatest choke of all time this final series. He started that on the verge of the finals. So I, I quite like the um, backfire from Ready Teddy Go. The Cyril, <laughs> you won't win if you pick Cyril. But I think Mofra's bottom fifty sort of stands head and shoulders above the rest. So yeah, Mofra. I haven't really read it, but I'll, I'll agree with you guys. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. I'm, I'm sure it's quality. My personal favourite of Mofra's entries was the one on Chris Main, which, when he put it that way, it was amazing. Chris Main only came in in the 40s because he was <laughs> the stats and the description. He was fucking useless. He was uh, flog, of the, flog of the week. We got a couple of noms here. Again. Oh, I've got a late lom- nomination, but you go on Fifey. Um, no, you go. I was going to say Dance has named one. Geelong Crazy 26, uh, we, he finally bit on all the uh, bumped threads that he started like four or five years ago. There are so many threads that, that he bumped that were bumped from him that I yeah. had to label backfire. I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand up, I bumped about three of them. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was you, was it? I'll just read the floggish material that he's come up with. This is a, one of his best efforts. I'll just quote, This is the day I chisel my magnificent pe- pectorals that women stare at every time they walk past. And, and when I turn around, I see them fiddling with their clothes because they've just been highly aroused. So, John Crazy 26, you're my flog of the week. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. That's, yeah. that's hard to beat. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to 
nominate Anus Cat because I think she has sort of broken a little bit this week, maybe with Hawthorne winning the Premiership and all. She's just sort of gone overboard on the anti-Hawthorne crusade. And... Anus Cat breaks in the off-season once the football's over. Yeah, then... it's not been a good week for Anus Cat. And if you're listening, I know, you, you know, I know, you know, I, I like you, Anus Cat, most of the time. <laughs> a lot of non-sexual respect. Oh, I've got a lot of respect for you, Anus Cat, but this week you've just been a little bit floggish and I have to throw your name up as a nomination. Anus Cat, I think, has been banned in every off-season since arrival, so, you know, maybe there's something to that. But is it Geelong crazy after that, the late bolter, or is it Legend or Anus Cat? Well, I nominated Legend. Well, um, Geelong crazy. I guess the, the law of averages kind of dictates that we can't go the entire year without giving one to Legend because he's just been up there every week. Yeah. He's been melting harder than any Coles vlog as well. Most of them have been pretty complimentary and have accepted that they got smashed, but he's, yeah, he's in DB Swanee's thread losing his shit. So. Yeah, so. I think I think most of the Sydney guys sort of shout out to DB Swanee, um, Bloodret, Kayser, or however that's pronounced. They've been good value this week, so kudos to the Sydney guys on the bay. Mm. Looks like it's leg end. Um, and last week's poll... Is Matt Pritis the worst Brownlow medalist ever? 18... <laughs> 18.2% said yes, so there you go, Penal. 39.4% said no, and the winner with 42.4% said Jack Watts loves his luscious hair. So glue, just let your soul And we'll move on to looking to next week. And, well, there is no games, but there is the trade and free agency period. There's quite a few big names. Um, Retier Lumumba's already said he wants to get to Melbourne. Uh-huh. Dane Beams wants to get out of Collingwood, wants to get to Brisbane for personal reasons. Collingwood playing hardball, so... Huge get for Brisbane. And Waite wants to go to North. North have offered two years. No, it's going to happen. No. It's going to happen. Well, it probably... Dan, Dan, it's good. It's good. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> it is good. Teach, yep. we are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for a man that is inconsistent and injury prone. He'll play two good games a year and we won't see the rest of him. He's going to sit alongside Petrie in the forward line. Just... <laughs> no, look, look, it's not going to... And Thomas. Trust me. I'm, I'm Trust already me, looking, uh, good. I'm looking forward to the GoGriff thread next year, the Jared Waite finals predictor. Oh, that's, that's the only accurate thread that will only work well for him next year if he creates that. What, that everyone misses finals because Wade kicks no goals against anyone except perhaps Carlton? Yeah. No, this, this could turn out amusingly. It uh, will turn out well for North, Dan. Imagine if he delivers don't, on his potential at 31 at North. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, I'm fucking losing my shit just thinking about the idea <laughs> of Jared Wade like, actually having a contract offered to him by by a club and the club saying, come to us. We think you'd be a good fit for us. Like, have they got fucking rocks in their Shut head up, at North? Yeah, you, you can, you can <laughs> they say do with, they like, do with this decision. Mr. Back-to-back, so leave the rest of us to ourselves, will you? <laughs> this is the kind of thing that puts Brad Scott on the Mothouse scrap heap. But anything else on weight? Or... We'll have to wait and see. What about beams? Collingwood want pick four and a player. Big loss for Collingwood, but huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think, I think, Pick four is more than fair. I think Collingwood should take it and just say, yep, we'll take pick four. We'll get the best available kid at that pick. And then we'll they're go saying, they're five. They're oh, yeah, it'll be pick five, five once if Melbourne. Although Melbourne are apparently offering pick two and three for Dangerfield. They don't even have pick three yet. They're just assuming someone's going to 
offer Frawley tier one com- um, a tier one contract. Can you imagine if he doesn't and they're throwing going up to teams saying we'll give you we'll give you pick two and three that would end up with pick three in the end anyway. Well, the, the thing with Frawley is it, it's whether he wants to come to a successful club that will contend to contend for plenty plenty where he of won't get paid well. Yeah, I mean. I think at Hawthorne we can offer him at maybe maybe uh, offer him three to three to four up. years at about four hundred grand goo, a year, goo, goo, and goo, he'll probably play goo, in the premierships in goo, that time. Whereas at Geelong they might offer him goo, seven years at eight hundred grand a year, but he won't get any premierships. Goo, you don't you don't, you don't <laughs> so need any more help of, at Hawthorne. Or Fremantle. Where, Fremantle does, can offer him a lot of money. Does he want to take half the money to go to Geelong but not play any in any premierships? Or does he want to up, go to Hawthorne, the most successful club? You're done. You're done. It's all over. You've, you've, you've won your premierships. Congratulations. Uh, and, yeah. and we've won our premierships and then we're going to win Frawley. We're going to take him on 350, 400k a year and Melbourne are going to get like pick fucking 40 for him because we're going to pay him nothing. <laughs> Because he wants to come to us to play in premierships, and He'll then Melbourne are going to. And that'll be what they trade for Lumumba. Melbourne are going to be like, shut up! <laughs> I'm not fucking Bosk. <laughs> Who would he replace though, Penal? He would play all the weeks that Lake like gets suspended or injured. You know, because <laughs> I think Lake no. Lake's been great for us. I mean, he's been a truly inspired pickup. But next year is probably his last year, so I think it's great to have you know Frawley on the books for that time yeah. period. Up, You've changed your tune because you were you were saying Hawthorne weren't actually looking at him; they're looking at Carlisle. But now it's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, I think now that Essendon have sort of been fucked by Middleton, it's increasingly likely that uh, their players are actually going to cop two-year bans because I don't think the ones that are currently at Essendon will take deals. Only like Cramery and stuff. Cramery might take a six-month deal and maybe only miss two to three weeks of next season, whereas Carlisle's probably going to get two years and miss the next. Two years of competition, so I don't I, want him. Let's let's go on in Frawley. Let's offer him like three hundred and fifty grand, four hundred grand a year, and let's see if he wants to play in premierships. I reckon Frawley will chase both. I reckon he'll chase the money and he'll chase the premiership, and he'll go to. Oh, he'll chase the premiership promise, and he'll go to Fremantle because they'll prom- they'll promise him that. <laughs> Fucking pro- Fremantle, not, not Fremantle. Their window. They shut. can't promise anything. Their window is shut. Yeah. No, they will sell it to him and they'll sell it to him with the money. And I reckon Geelong could probably do the same, but Frio have a shitload of money and I reckon he'll do it. I reckon he'll go there for the money and he'll come up short because it's fuck Frio <laughs> and it's Ross Lyon. There's good surf over there at Frio. So There's no you... team in the AFL that has a culture of success that's as strong as Hawthorne. Yeah. I think oh, we are, we are the ones up. that have the proven track record of attracting quality players Club. Where's the humility, you cunt? <laughs> Where's Mitch Clark going? Oh, he's fucking off to Collingwood, I think. That's mm. very interesting. Trade him for it's a shame that Lumumba's going because Lumumba could look after him there. I mean, let's not make light of it because he got, uh, you well, know. He's getting the fuck out of Melbourne. That's and Yeah, you know, but it's kind of screwed on him. But this, this is a guy I mean, that went there for money. They gave him Jim Stein's number and now he's buggered off. Yeah, but he can't come back to Melbourne. Why not? Why not? Oh, well, I don't want to judge him, but, you know, he's uh, like a really, you know, he's got the sads. Everything he has said publicly, he said he he respects the club, he loves his teammates, he misses them. Why can't he just go back there? He must be the only player moving to play under Fig Jam. He, he went back to Perth and quit Melbourne under the guise of, hmm. well, not the guise, but, you know, he was depressed. And so why is he coming back to Melbourne then? Why isn't he not staying in well, 
Because Ross Lyon says he doesn't want him. Yeah, Ross Lyon says he doesn't even fucking know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> and West Coast, West Coast, West Coast don't need him because they've got a lot of tall forwards. They have their problem is kicking it to them. Well, fair enough. I wouldn't want to play because Pritis, Pritis doesn't hit targets. <laughs> Pritis is a superstar. The West Coast... 50% of the time by foot. West Coast problem is they don't have any superstars on the outside. You know, superstars like Brad Hill and Isaac Smith. That's who fucking West Coast is missing. If West Coast had those two players, they would win the premiership. He's bought. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. West West Coast have got the best inside mid in the comp, but they've got no one to feed it out to on the outside. That's because he he kicks it to know the opposition. We need to ban this account from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, Teach. Dangerfield apparently has been rumoured, but I can't see them going anywhere. It just sounds like wishful uh, thinking. I think he was, he was meeting with Clarkson the other week, so I think just another player who oh, wants to be a part of the great no, culture at Hawthorne. No. Jesus Christ. No. Melcheski looks like heading to the Suns. Really? Yeah, that's very close. He's probably another one that probably went all right on, on Saturday too, I would, I would say. Yeah. He's still got another year, maybe two left in him. He's big yeah, one, too well up there. He's got to he, get that chance. Uh, he, he, I reckon he'd do, he'd do well up there, you know, get a nice paycheck, live on a, in a nice, you know, Gold Coast. He'd, that'll be a good move for him. Working any, under Primus. <laughs> <laughs> any other trades that we're interested by? Um, Lumumba going to Melbourne. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Watch the teammates all, you know, walk on eggshells around him because they'll be all worried about saying something or doing something it's going to upset him how desperate must Melbourne be to be going after fucking Harry oh, terribly it probably says a lot about Harry O too like he doesn't I mean why would you want to go to Melbourne him and Jack Watts can must be know, it must be money no I think they're no, the, they're the most they're the least offensive club in the AFL because they've <laughs> literally done nothing for 50 years and there's nothing to get offended about I wonder, if I wonder what he thought about the Rolf Harris thing surely as an opinion on that. What do, you, what do you reckon? Heredia's first day, he walks into Melbourne and walks up to Turlick and the other guy and says, didn't like your Rolf Harris joke. We won't be friends. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if he, had a, if he had a walked into Geelong, I would have just been like, 25 years of membership, goodbye. That's Out. okay, you only yeah. got a key ring. Yeah, you only got a key ring from that Hall of Fame <laughs> you got into. We'd, uh, yeah, we'd never fucking, want him at Hawthorne. Our culture's just too strong, we wouldn't oh, accept. Oh, here we just Disrupting oh, influences Jesus. like that. Is your cock in your hand every time we talk? <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why are you interested in other people's... It's, it's actually in my mouth at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you do that? When I was 15, I had a footballing injury and they took three discs out of my back and now I I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I am just taking... I'm sort of taking the piss right there. I can't actually... I can't do it. I know, I know. Nor do I know anyone who can. But yeah, Liam Jones apparently looks like going to Carlton. Carlton to get another underperforming key forward. Is that that big guy with the long torso and short legs? He's the guy. No, he's the guy that's better than Reece Stanley. He, he's the guy that shat all over Schoenmakers. Yes, in the VFL. Well, who hasn't done that? Everyone's shat Matthew Lloyd. <laughs> oh, he's fucking retired for like ten years. Yeah, but like for the, the Matthew Lloyd played on Schoenmakers, couldn't kick a goal, and then Schoenmakers went up the other end and scored himself. So 
Yeah, it's a highlighter clang. You actually that, remember that as a stat? Oh, no, the only reason I remember it is because it's a fucking OP of HodgePodge's thread <laughs> where he says, go ahead and kick it back in the Makers. And like, I, w- I will go out and say that I think I said this last week that I have sort of changed my opinion of Makers. I don't think he's Hawthorne standard. I think he should be traded for, you know, fucking to something like Melbourne. Pick, pick 75 or whatever we can get for him. You do um, know that. Fuck him off. Oh. But um, anyway, I think that's time to wrap it up. So this was the Flogcast for the season wrap. I'll be joined by Dan. See you, everyone. It's been a good year. Cheerio. Ta-ta. Teach. Uh, good night, everyone. And uh, well done, Hawks. And well done, uh, Ponal. Go the Hawks. Network news. What about... What about oh. ne- you forgot him again. This is <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Network, you've been, you've been asleep. Where have you been, uh, Network? I've been here the whole time, man. Where are you going? You haven't said uh, a fucking word. Uh, he's honest. Let's not making excuses. We knew, we knew he was here. He's just been he's embarrassed by me. Yeah, we, we love you, mate. <laughs> so, uh, so congratulations and good night. And uh, yeah, Network Nerd. Good night, guys. Go Hawks. And Penal. Go Hawks. We Be won back to back. Another <laughs> one next year. We'll get another premiership next year. Go Hawks. <laughs> and do we have anything special to finish the episode off with? I think we need to get Teach singing the Hawthorne theme song in honour of such a great victory. Oh, we don't. No. Oh, do you really want that? No. Oh, I really want that. I really do. Okay. Do it on X Factor. We're <laughs> a happy team at Hawthorne. We're the mighty flying hawks. We love our team and we play to win. Riding the bum tree, the green. At Hawthorne. Now again you'll catch us smiling. <laughs> I'll forget the rest. <laughs> <coughs> Is that good enough? He got Yeah, good he got enough, through that I a mean, lot easier than yeah. Paddles did on the Collingwood one, that's for sure. If anyone remembers that. He had about four false starts. So remember the rest. Four, <laughs> three, two. Round the, all for one and one for all. The way we play at Hawthorne. We are the mighty fighting Hawks. Go! Good yes, enough. Good yes, enough now. Thank you, Teach. Thank you, Teach. Yes, teach. thank you, Teach. That, that's, a, that's, okay. a, that's, that's a no from me, Teach. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a yes from me. You're not turning your chair around for him, are no, you? No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm not coming back next it's week. It's a yes from me. <laughs> great, great song selection. <laughs>